This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Tim Staying the Obvious. So we talked about how to improve human performance in the last episode. And this episode, we're going to be talking about time management and going over a article. Uh, but before we do that, I do need to do a disclaimer because I'm going to be telling a quick story. And that story is absolutely hilarious, by the way. Uh, but before I get into it, I do need to do this disclaimer that the views and opinions expressed are here in, you know, in this podcast are my own. And do not stay to reflect those of anyone that I employ that I am employed by. Okay, there's a reason for that, but I'm not going to get into it. All right. So, uh, a couple years ago, probably almost ten years ago, um, I was in Afghanistan, and so uh, there was a, a soldier of mine who went out to another cop, which is a combat outpost, and they were fixing um, some equipment. And that's the reason why they were there. And then I get a phone call uh, in my office from another uh, fellow peer. And he goes, hey, look, man, you got to get this guy off my location. And I was like, hello, who is this? And why are you yelling at me? And he goes, well, I just want to let you know, we've had this monkey out here, this lemur monkey for like nine months, no issues, no problems. And now because your guy came out here, we're going to have to put it down because he got messed up by this monkey. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and I was like, what? What happened? He goes, yeah. You know, he went over there onto another side, not our side. He went on another side, and he got too close to this monkey, and this monkey messed him up, like scratched him, bit him, and he got he got bit up by it, bit up by it. And so immediately I'm thinking about the, you know, safety and health of this guy. And I don't really care about the monkey. And I'm just like, Oh man, I was like, okay. So I called my boss and I was like, Hey, um, we got an issue. We're going to need to get this guy some rabies shots and everything else. And so he's looking into it and he's like, Hey, well, we don't have any rabies shots where we're at. They ran out uh, because apparently people messing with monkeys was a big deal uh, during this time frame, And so people had to get lots of rabies shots. So they didn't have any, have any in the uh, in the theater. He goes, so what we're going to do is we're going to isolate him. We're going to watch him for a couple hours, you know, a couple days. And then if he doesn't show any signs, then we're going to go ahead and release him back. And so I'm looking at this. I'm like, well, how do you tell somebody that one, what you did was stupid. Two, that because you did this stupid thing, you're going to suffer the consequences. And three, oh, by the way, I don't think I'm going to be able to get you the help and support you need right now. Uh, so anyway, he comes back and he's got like a black eye, a busted lip, his shirt's all torn up and his skin's all scratched. And I was like, Hey, look, one, sorry, this happened to you Two, This is what's going to happen. I laid it out for him. And then like, he starts sweating. He's like, what do you, what do you mean that I'm not going to get a rabies shot? Well, there's nothing to give you. There's nothing here. So we're going to wait. And if you develop and show signs, then they'll evacuate out. And then you'll, you'll go ahead and get the, um, the shot. And it's going to be extremely painful, but at least you won't die. And you'll be okay. We'll figure this out. So 
They ended up taking the animal, did an autopsy on the animal, and tested it, and it didn't have rabies, so he was okay. But then I was, like, telling him all the other diseases that he could get from messing with this monkey, and he was, like, even more. Like, rabies was the least of his worries at this point. Like, you could have gotten, like, some fatal disease from this monkey and died. Uh, but luckily he didn't, and he is okay. And then I was telling this to a coworker the other day, and then it reminded me of an article that I read probably about 15 years ago. And it was published by the Harvard Business Review. Uh, and it was originally published in November to December of 1974. And it's called Time Management, Who's Got the Monkey? So but before we get into that, we have to establish a couple of terms. Uh, you know, first when it comes to the workplace and time. So these are the, the different times that we all fall into. We have boss imposed time. And these are used to accomplish those activities that bosses require and that the manager cannot disregard without direct or swift penalty. Then you have like system imposed time. And these are used to accommodate requests from peers for active support. And, you know, if you don't do these things, then they're going to have an impact on you, but it's not direct or swift, right? So we all rely on other people for help. If we need something, just like that guy called me and said, hey, I need your help getting this guy out of here. Okay, yeah, I will help with you getting that guy out of there, right? So that's system imposed time. Uh, if you don't do those things, then they will have a, a negative impact on you at some point in time throughout your career. Then you have self-imposed time. And these self-imposed time, these are things that you choose to do, uh, and it originates with you, and you agree to do it. And then, you know, self-imposed time is not subject to penalty because neither the boss or the system can discipline you for not doing it, nor do they know that you really wanted to do it anyway. Then you have subordinate imposed time. Now, that is time taken up by your subordinates, people that work directly for you, and I call them teammates. Then you have discretionary time, and that's the remaining portion of the manager's own time that you choose to do what you want with it. So now let's talk about the monkeys, right? So imagine your workplace, wherever it is, and now imagine that everyone is carrying a certain number of monkeys on their desks or backs. These monkeys are tasks and problems assigned by managers. Now, the goal of the game is to get rid of these monkeys. You can get rid of these monkeys by two ways, accomplishing the task or solving the problem, or you can give it back to your manager. And this happens all the time, right? For instance, let's say you're walking down the hall, coming back from a meeting and one of your teammates comes to you with a problem and they say, hey, boss, we have a problem. And then they go on. And they tell you about this problem and how elaborate it is. And they don't provide you a solution. The monkey now is on your back because they told you about a problem that they couldn't solve. Now, you don't want the monkey because it's not yours to feed or to take care of. However, if you do nothing and you walk away, that problem is now yours to deal with. Now, this is what we call subordinate imposed time cutting into all your other times because now somebody just tasked you who doesn't have the tasking authority to task you. It's kind of like an inadvertent one, right? So think about it this way. I just told you I have a problem. You're my boss. So that problem is now yours. It is now yours to solve. I have effectively given you your problem back to you and tasked you to solve it. And that's called subordinate imposed time. But now let's say you tell the teammate to send you a memo on it. Well, 
Now you just put that that monkey back on the subordinate and put it back in the right place for them to feed and to take care of until they do write you a memo about it. And now you have to do something about it, right? So you can see how this ping pong can go back and forth of who's got the monkey, who's feeding it, who's taking care of it, and what are we doing with it to solve problems? In some cases, you know, people just don't want to deal with the problem, so they give it back to the leader and have the leader solve it. And in other issues, then maybe the person needs help to solve it. But we're going to get into that. But this is just one of many examples that you face as a leader and a manager. Your goal should be to reduce or eliminate the subordinate imposed time. Because if you're working their problems and issues, then they become underworked and you become overworked and bogged down. You can't see the bigger picture on things. As a leader, you have to operate in your boss and system imposed times then maximize your self-imposed time, then the, the discretionary time is spent helping those on your team without working the problem yourself. You choose when and how you help with schedule time, and you schedule times and you limit the amount of time that they're taking away from you and your other times. You know, and recently I found myself in a position where I really felt unproductive and I couldn't understand what and what was going on. And then I looked at the amount of times that I was being taken out of my boss and system and self-imposed time. And they were being taken out by people coming in with problems and trying to put the, the problems on me for me to work. And some of them I did. I actually took them and said, well, it's just easier for me to get done. So I'll take it and I'll run with it. And I'm also trying to get to learn the organization too. So it's a little bit different. But then I was reminded about this article. And then I was like, you know what? I need to find ways to reschedule my discretionary time so I can help those people who I work with feed and care for their problems and help them feed and nurture their monkeys so that way they can solve it and I'm not doing it for them. And I can shape the conditions for them to be successful at it without actually really working uh, the problem myself. And there's a portion in the article that I think is incredibly important and sometimes you know, we need to, we forget this. Um, and I think we need to be reminded about it. At some point in time, you need to say to yourself, at no time while I am helping you with this or any other problem, will your problem become my problem? The instant your problem becomes mine, you no longer have a problem. I cannot help a person who hasn't got a problem. When this meeting is over, the problem will leave this office exactly the way it came in, on your back. You may ask my help at any appointed time, and we will make a joint determination of what the next move will be and which all of us will make it or which all of us will do with it. In those rare instances where the next move turns out to be mine, you and I will determine it together. I will not make this move alone. I mean, and let's be honest, as leaders, we want people to be successful and help them get through whatever it is they're going through. Sometimes we find ourselves and a mentality of, well, let me just do it because it's easier and I can get done faster and I can get done better. The path of least resistance is for me just to take this on myself and just go with it. But by doing that, we steal from others the opportunity of growth and learning. So I offer up to keep the monkey off your back and put them where they need to be. Feed them 
and help those on your team care for them until they're ready to be released into the wild. And by that, I mean they complete the task and there's no longer a problem um, and it's no longer necessary to have. So just think about that as you find yourself uh, in your in your in your workplace, whatever it may be, and you're thinking, why am I not so productive? Are you having subordinate time take up majority of your time and you're struggling to catch up with boss time and system time? And there's nothing wrong with keeping um, those times separate because think about it. You are in a leadership position. I say leadership position because sometimes they are manager positions, right? You are in a managerial role and you have to do task management and time management. But as leaders, if we take on all these problems, we don't delegate them and put them where they belong, then we're not doing the right thing by developing our people. We have to maintain that objectivity and we have to carve out enough discretionary time to help people work through those issues. We have to help people work through whatever is going on. So I just wanted to end with that, is that this isn't about um, not accepting responsibility. This is about putting responsibility where it belongs and helping people work through it. And if you're constantly taking on everybody else's problems and tasks, you're going to find yourself as a leader overworked, bogged down, and you're not going to be able to help anybody else. You're not going to be able to help people get through their problems because you're working all of their problems on your own. So just think about that for a minute. And if you haven't read the article, I would highly recommend you go read uh, the article, uh, Management Time, Who's Got the Monkey? by Harvard Business Review. It's a really, really great article. It's a really quick read, about five, 10 minutes, uh, depending on your how fast you read. So I just want to thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. Before we go, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could please share this episode with one or two people who might like this topic, and if you haven't followed or subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to this on, uh, please go ahead and do that. And if you haven't hit that alert icon, please go ahead and do that as well, so that way you know when we have a new episode and it's released. If you got some value out of this episode, please leave a review so we can help spread the show uh, with other people who might not have discovered it yet, or a rating. And I really appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious.